Hello and welcome to the week in review. I'm SD Wicket. Um, Mr. Curzon is here today. He's not absent. He's he's uh, sitting across from me on the Zoom call. Michael, how are you today, sir? I'm very well, thank you. This is this is very unusual. I feel wow. like we're, we're in an episode of our current predicament, which I think we I think I pronounced that wrong, but we will be we will be in one tomorrow by the sounds of it. Um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll do one because what we're going to discuss today is 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 um it cannot be uh cannot be contained within a half an hour um week in review episode and so uh to anyone confused as to why i'm doing the introduction while michael is here the, the regular host it's because um this week we're going to be talking about an issue that michael's been covering at great length for the express um about the impact of um the last two years on our nation's children um it, it, there's been a pretty damning offset report come out this week um do you want to just give the the overview and then we'll jump in from there yeah so it's it's a report essentially um which looks at the impact uh of lockdown on children and attempts made by education providers and it it looks not just at uh, secondary schools or even primary schools but it looks across the field uh by education providers as they refer to them um attempts by these to sort of work to remedy some of the damages caused by lockdown. Um, bear in mind, this is by Ofsted, so it's all on the government website. Uh, and it is, it's absolutely damning of, of the impacts of lockdown on children, on their uh, development. And this, this is something I, I think really I've been covering for much longer than just this week. It's over the past two years at the, at the Skeptic at Bournebrook. A lot of the, it's, it's important to note, a lot of these themes, um, specifically about the damages of lockdown, aren't new. It's not like we're only just finding out about these things. They've been talked about at length for a long time, but it's it's finally being discussed at this level. Ofsted has done some decent reports, actually, in fairness, over the past uh, year or so. Um, it, it's really going into, into some detail um, and giving some accounts from education providers from schools um, about, for example, children including older children being unsettled as it says when they arrive at school um, because they've been they've been pulled out of um, social interaction scenarios for so long it talks about younger children being anxious um, too anxious to form friendships in the first place massive delays in the development of of speech and even um, this was this was actually the only thing that was picked up by a lot of the media uh, a lot of the main press um, was sort of a, a one line in, in the report of some children speaking in different accents now. Mm, because of TV. Because of TV, because the, the only interaction they've had over this time is the television, the YouTube, uh, the, the TikTok and all this. And it, it was funny, actually, because I, I wrote a report on this, um, got, uh, got in touch with some teachers and, and had some sort of anecdotal examples of this where... Even in, in their writing, a lot of children now will use um, sort of YouTubers or American TV stars as their cultural references. Hmm. Um, after writing this, it sounds you always see the, uh, the Twitter account, things that never happened or something like that. Um, this very much sounds like one, but it's not. Where after writing about this, um, sort of the, the increasing Americanization and also the increasing dominance of technology, which I think is the more important aspect in all this, I went to the post office and, and heard a young girl um, refer to her principal at school about being sent to a principal, which struck me. I thought it was always called head, head teacher when I was at school. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was uh, headmaster. I, mean. I went to a slightly posh yeah. school than you. <laughs> I think that shows. Um, 
but after that, the reason was confirmed, or at least I think so. Um, she was, by the way, I'm not great at gauging ages, but maybe uh, eight, nine, ten maximum. Someone else in the shop uh, was, said, oh, you're, you're dancing now. Are you, what are you dancing? She said, well, this is twerking. Uh, that's what they do on TikTok. Um, so that, that for me was sort of a, oh, a formation of the, the origin. But I don't, this isn't this isn't anything new. Um, and I think a lot of people see these sorts of things. You always say, oh, kids and technology these days. It's, it's a big topic. Um, and something we'll go into before I babble on too much that we'll delve into deeper is that on so many of the themes, not all of them, because of course, face masks is a new thing and also the complete abandonment of social interaction. But a lot of the themes that are pulled out in this report, they're not new. It can't be blamed just on lockdown. That's, that's not what I've tried to reflect in my writing. Um, I think these things are an impact of lockdown because it's exacerbated a lot of trends. But a lot of the trends, the, the, the increasing use of technology, the, um, the lack of proper um, socialization at home, including eating around the tables, uh, just, just having discussions, things like that, never mind bedtime reading and such, for which there's studies for decades that, that show this is all going downhill, mm-hmm. simply exacerbated like, by lockdown, made mm-hmm. far worse. Um, yet today, the reason this is so important, I was writing about this before this came out, the reason this is so important is that Boris Johnson on GB News uh, yesterday, and it's being aired fully tomorrow, I believe, uh, but we've always seen, we've already seen the most important part, refuses to rule out there being another lockdown. He says there may be new variants. There may be new variants that are more dangerous for children. Uh, more dangerous, of course, being a suspect word because the previous variants were uh, essentially in no way, if you were to look at the vast majority of cases, dangerous to children. Yeah, it would have to be uh, ten, tenfold more dangerous to, to borrow anything like that. Well, and also just to, just to put it into some perspective. So um, this, you know, this so-called new normal is has has dominated essentially three school years, right? Yeah. So to put that in perspective, if you're a year five student, you've experienced two normal school years. Yeah. Year four, one normal school year. If you're year three or lower, you have never experienced a normal schooling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was talking to to one teacher uh, based in a London school uh, for one of the articles that I wrote. Um, I think that one's going out tomorrow. Um who was who was talking about um, as one example, because the report basically talks about children not being able to put on their coats increasingly or, or having trouble blowing their nose. They need help for these sorts of things. We'll go into the, the longer term trends of that in a minute, because, as I say, this really isn't anything new. This is something I've been talking about for quite a while. And a lot of reports have shown for, for a very long time, way before lockdown. But let's take this as an example with what you just said, missing a few years. One teacher was telling me that, um, say, for example, with learning to read the time, that this was usually done, they said, uh, I believe it was, say, towards the end of year two, um, and and school ended before that stage, so children were coming back around year four, still not being able to do this very basic skill, important skill, Um, and, and she said, the quote was, it was like teaching them a foreign language, and this is talking about people who should have learned this thing years before. Now, I know people will say they should have learned this at the home. A different discussion which we will go into that is talking about the longer term trends of things the longer term fallout from home but it, it does also have to be said because i know a lot of people when when this is talked about and you say well why isn't this being done in the home good question but that you'll get accused of parent bashing 
One thing that needs to be said regarding lockdowns and, and parent bashing, in fairness to parents who perhaps haven't done enough on, on these sorts of areas, is that a, a lot of reports um, quite early in the pandemic, again, I was reporting on these for uh, the Daily Skeptic very early on, um, showed that parents struggled with these sorts of basic tasks, even tasks that before the pandemic they would have carried out because of the stress brought on by the lockdown. They were, they were having to work from home. They had their children all around them who themselves were incredibly stressed, not being able to, to interact with anybody socially. Their own parents' social lives completely disrupted as well. It was a new world. It was very difficult for a lot of people. I don't think it's fair, actually, in this sense, to bash parents who usually would have got these skills, but in this sense weren't able to. One US study said that the parents were frazzled, they were really stressed, found it difficult to do this. And, and The Guardian, this was um, this was two years ago. Uh, well, it was in, I think it was in about May 2020 in The Daily Skeptic, uh, maybe slightly after that. Um, it was the Guardian pointed out that the study which found this in the US was in a relatively affluent area. We're talking about affluent areas with this. Imagine poorer areas where people perhaps have even more stresses if they have less money in the first place and, and more easily uh, vision themselves losing these things. So two, far worse though. Yeah, two or three jobs. Um, yeah. Just to put food on the table. Um, and yeah, no, is, there's a few things kind of coalescing here. I mean, the, the, the main one is being obviously economic pressures, you know, um, a single income will no longer support a family. Um, no. Both parents are in the home and sorry, both parents are in the workplace. And so kids are almost essentially being pushed out into um, the, the, the mass to be, to be sort of, you know, quasi raised. Um, yeah. The, yeah, no, it, it, it's an awful trend that's happening. And, and it, it, it seems, and this is you know, me popping on a, on, on a, a hat made of tin foil but this it does seem to be a sort of a standard part of the revolutionary process is to separate children from their parents to create an army of little revolutionaries um well, just just on that so one example doesn't actually relate to this but it's still important to mention because it is a fair point uh georges lecox is 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 uh often considered the inventor of uh sex education in the uh hungarian revolution i believe I have to check that out, but I'm, I'm fairly certain it's Hungarian Revolution. Um, he wrote books, and I, I went through a lot of these some years ago, where he talked about getting rid of the old establishment by creating a new one, by separating it from the, the older generations, the, 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 the children, and, and giving them a different mindset on the world. He was yeah. the inventor, essentially, of, of sex education, something which we're trying to push out now in the schools more and more. Um, and, yeah. and we wonder why it gives children sort of quite, uh, well, as you just said, revolutionary ideas that are very different from that of their parents. Mm. Of course, as time goes, it'll be less different from that of their parents who themselves are brought up in this regime. Um, so yeah, it, it is hard, to, hard not to think down those lines in, in other senses other than just that area. But I think a lot of it is down to um, just family breakdown generally. Um, and also, there's the the slightly more pernicious flavor that we're seeing in America, where um, highlighted by the recent Florida bill around um, education, um, you're getting these sort of um, you see a lot on Twitter these videos of teachers who are sort of proudly posting on the internet that the they're essentially projecting their own sexual proclivities onto other people's kids. Um, you know, I mean, like what's what's happening in the classroom. It, 
from a sort of uh, the point of view of blanket indoctrination is 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 quite worrying add add to that the fact that you know um you, we have kids and this is the point that i've made you know many times on this show is that you know you you're having kids who are essentially learning how the world works right at the age where they're learning how the world works learning how you socialize they're learning the dumb things yeah and not only are they being taught things that are completely inappropriate for children to learn for children to even have a concept of until much later in life um they're also being socialized no, but less so now but a couple of years ago a couple of years ago a year ago when their social lessons were don't go over there don't don't go don't go near them go to school come straight back wear a face mask don't don't shake anyone's hand and hug anyone yeah, it's no surprise that they're they're confused and lost and broken. You know, the uh, the rates of you know mental health problems are, are, are spiraling up, and it's it's re- it's really no surprise. I mean, um, we are we are quite literally, and, and I say we um, just you know um, arbitrarily because you know you and I aren't involved in this at all. And, we, and if we and if we were, it would be in a in a way that was pushing back against it. But th- th- there is an entire generation of children who are completely innocent are being sacrificed yeah so let let's look at one example then which is highlighted in this report which is the point of um children's speech development basically um now again you could argue a lot of this has been stunted for uh much time before lockdowns talk about the increasing use of technology uh the the declining use of sort of bedtime storytelling the declining use of eating around a dinner table and most importantly on this talking around a dinner table all very fair points it's not to say this all just started in lockdown but a very big aspect i think was um one people not being able to socially interact anywhere for long periods of time and two face masks especially if you talk about babies now the Ofsted report says and I quote children turning two years old will have been surrounded by adults wearing masks for their whole lives now that's true so people straight away came back by the way the ludicrous remark that I suggested this was the case in the home as well obviously that's not true um well maybe in some cases but in 99% of the cases frankly it wasn't but the only time the child was able to leave the house, perhaps go to the shops. All of those around them were masked. They couldn't see their faces. You have reports now in this Ofsted study of teachers saying that children just just can't understand facial expressions. They don't understand it. They don't understand the emotions that are being conveyed by it simply because they've not learned from it. As soon as a child was born, in some cases, the, their first uh, time spent with their mother was literally with the mother masked. This wasn't official guidelines, um, and it wasn't, uh, of course, any use since the, uh, the the large question marks over masks. In fact, were they question marks? We pretty much know now they were they were essentially ineffective. Um, but part that to one side, a lot of hospitals did still tell birthing mothers, <laughs> women who were giving birth to wear face masks, as if the, the press is already involved in this and the stress and the pain already involved wasn't enough. Also, um, also the hyperventilation. Absolutely. Well, there's one woman, this, this is, again, is some time ago. This, we knew all about this. This was May 21. Um, a, a lady who told uh, the BBC that she, she had a, a phobia, which is essentially a phobia of vomit, um, as in a sort of a, quite a serious phobia of vomit, which uh, she had a mask placed on her. And she said something quite interesting quote we have become so conditioned to wearing them that i didn't question it why was that because of the vast amounts of money that was pumped in 
to all of the fear campaigning. Remember, they'll look into their eyes, look into their eyes and yep. say wearing a mask isn't important. That's a very serious um, propaganda, a horrible campaign that, that was accepted. We, we just simply accepted it. People lapped it up and it works. And this wasn't a one-off thing, despite it not being advice. Um, a survey in December 2020 by, I think, an appropriately named charity, Pregnant Then Screwed, uh, said that about a fifth um, of those who they surveyed, who'd given birth in that time, were told to wear a mask. So this, while it wasn't guidelines, was still done because, of course, the government always said this, didn't it? Oh, well, it's not our fault because it's not guidelines. But it led the way on this fear campaign. It led the way with its propaganda, which led people to go even further. That's what it wanted, really. It wanted people to go further. They wanted people to question their, their neighbours if they went out more than one time a day. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty sure at some point, I'll have to go back over this, actually, if I'm to write more on it, but I, I'm fairly certain that at some point, ministers were, were essentially telling people to, to report on their neighbours if they went out. I'm certain I remember that being said. Yeah, uh, there, there was a, I believe there was a, a sort of snitching hotline set up as well for people to to call up because um yeah because they they didn't want to strain the the 999 and triple one numbers no and remember the remember the drones that were sent out as people yeah. went walking to peter's tricks yeah so yeah. Yeah, th this was all very serious and, and as soon as the baby came out of that situation though so that the first time spent with their mother in many cases not all cases but in many cases mass but you can say that in pretty much all cases other than the people who broke the rules the only way these children could see their grandparents their aunties, uncles, cousins, loved ones, parents, friends, all of this was through a window at most. That was all they could do. Um, or through a phone. If, or, well, or through a phone, of course, which is just uh, a, a horrible prospect. Um, so all of this, and then the only times they went out, people were masked. Play areas were actually covered up in black and yellow tape as, as a dangerous area. And, and a politician in Australia actually admitted during the pandemic uh, and fine is Australian, not in England, but I'm very sure the same uh, view was held here too. He said, oh, we never actually did that to protect the children. The only reason we did it was to stop the parents from socialising. It was to stop the parents from coming together. So again, th this just shows that throughout the whole of the pandemic and the evidence is being sprung up day by day by day, none of this was done to save the children. None of it was done to protect the generation coming up. It was done um, for, for alternative reasons. The children weren't placed first. But we, we were saying before about catch-up. Yeah. Now, if you, if you have a period where children are two years behind and you say, don't worry, we're going to put plenty of resources into catching up. Well, that's all very well and good. But while you're doing the catch-up, you're not teaching the things you're supposed to be teaching at that age. And you'll have to catch up for that later. And you're going to spend the whole period of education catching up until they finish and plenty of, of important ground simply hasn't been covered. Um, and, it, and it just won't be. This is a, a generation that has been uh, essentially screwed by lockdown. They've been placed at the bottom of the table. Um, and really it, it has bad signs for the generation, but crikey, what's the signs for the country? These yeah. are the future leaders of it. And the perpetrators. They're, well, they're got free. They're scot completely scot-free. Not only scot-free, they're getting bloody knighthoods. Yeah. <laughs> they all have Sir before, the, before their name now. You know, yeah. and, and it's the part that makes me really angry is that there's this real despicable loathing in the current zeitgeist for just the innocence of children, be it mm. through 
completely upending their development for the sake of you know a, a, a petty virus to filling their minds with you know completely inappropriate and perverse sexuality it, it's it's just it, it's just so sickening um yeah. and I, I i can't imagine it'll get better anytime soon no neither can i that's that's a nice optimistic note um, <laughs> well we, well, we, 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 we can we, we, we can we can place maybe some hope in that you know homeschooling isn't isn't illegal yet like, like it is on the continent yeah well we'll come to we'll come to a hopeful message at the, at the end shall we or, or try and try and provide some form of hope uh near the end but uh, another point i want to pick on is and th this is one of the most important themes of the report because a lot of what we were talking about then was just lockdown related we're essentially talking about babies who were raised at a time when they couldn't socialize they couldn't even see people's faces um, by the way, physical development of babies was also massively stunted, the report showed. Um, and, and there's some sort of anecdotal reports of, of children coming to the stage of crawling much later. Hmm. Um, now, which, which leads nicely onto the point uh, of what I've already mentioned, children not being able to blow their nose, for example, not being able to put a coat on. That you can't say, actually, that this is just because of the lockdown. Fine, I'll accept it's been exacerbated by it. But we've seen trends of this for years. I've been blabbering on, I think actually the first, the first OCP we did when we first talked, we talked largely about education because it's, it's sort of primarily what I'm, what I'm interested in all this. Um, reports for a very long time of schools hiring professional toothbrush overseers, children who can't clean their teeth by the time they're of school age, of hiring, um, of hiring sort of, nappy changes for example at school um of hiring people to go over the most basic of tasks which is increasing now i mean on the tooth point for example there, about 10 years ago there was reports um from, from a welsh dentist who was saying look so many parents in my area don't realize they have to clean their baby's teeth they don't even know it they, they come in and they're shocked when i tell them that and also uh, from another dentist i think in england around the same time who was saying so many parents are putting fizzy drinks in in the baby bottles they're putting mm. milkshakes in there which is damaging the teeth lots of people will say here tosh anecdotal you've talked about one dentist one person you read the reports from the government again i mean for a start as i said professional toothbrush overseers are being hired in schools because of this look at the reports of tooth decay in children about seven years ago it was uh, it was a, f a quarter of children who had tooth decay at the age of six. The age of six, they had tooth decay. This was about six years ago. Fast forward now, especially as we say, with the fact that lockdown has exacerbated all of this, as it undoubtedly has, the figure will be far higher. I reckon at least a third minimum. A third of children, let's say, or let's even just stick with a third, so I'm not speculating. Quarter of children with tooth decay. And now we're only just talking about all of these problems because of lockdown. Well, it's not good enough. It's been happening for far too long. Um, and, and actually, it's not parent bashing, but it's, it's highlighting that we're just not teaching or we're not passing down the values that we should be passing down. We're not telling, uh, passing down through sort of our moral messages, the idea that it's the parent's responsibility to look after their children in all of these areas um for for parents to stick together let's say uh when they have children uh which which often is a problem here the, the whole point of family 
of family breakdown as as we covered in um in in the october issue i think when william clouston wrote the cover of, of family breakdown is that so often it, it is just the one parent there and, and fewer of these tests are being carried out because there's 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 less people on hand um and and outer family is being less involved in the raising of children now which is wrong because at, at the end of the day this all leads to the stage where you have as i say professional toothbrush overseers, professional nappy changes at schools. It's not the schools that should be doing these things. The schools have enough on their hands. Um, and actually, I sort of feel for them at this stage because it's they, they're, they're so behind um, after being forced to close for all this time. Uh, although saying that the education unions uh, did push a lot of this, so uh, I'm, I don't feel particularly sorry for them. But for the teachers themselves, and, and just before I close up the rant, on that point, um about the unions or the teachers which ones are doing the worst whatever the offset report highlights so many schools are failing to keep the most high quality staff why is that i'm doing some digging on that i've approached offset for a comment and i'm reaching out to some teachers as well but i reckon a lot of it it must be to do with all of the above um it's to do with the fact that so much is being placed on them because of failings in the home which makes it very difficult and because so much responsibility is placed on them now that the schools have been closed for so long and they're expected to wave a wand and, and make everything better it's not going to happen no wonder they're leaving yeah yeah i mean if you if you want to have children please do i think it's a good thing for society to have many children <laughs> um but if you if you're going to have children then understand that it is a lifelong commitment <laughs> you need to put aside you know what you want to do some of the time and teach them how to brush their brush their bloody teeth yeah and tie the laces and put a coat on until until the time because i mean ultimately you, you, your children are not going to school to learn how to be functional human beings right no. they're going there to learn math and history and geography and english and science right that's what they're going to school to learn not how to exist you know yeah. like school school is not a nursery right it is you know it, it should be a place of of learning and discipline but the core lessons about life should come from the parents and you know and um i i don't have kids of my own but i one day i, I i'm i'm positive that i will and when that day comes there's there's no way in hell they're going to turn four without knowing how to do these basic things no Another point here then is on sort of reading. Uh, reading is less and less conducted in the home. In fact, there's one report called Alexa, read me a bedtime story, which was on the increasing use of technology to perform this task uh, of, of bedtime reading, which is vitally important. Important, by the way, not only for the children, but also for the parents who benefit from this. It de-stresses them. It, it creates a, a greater bonding between parent and child. It's good all the way around. Now, what a lot of people say is that they don't have the time for it because of overwork. Uh, because as you said earlier, this links to another trend. So it's not all to do with family breakdown per se, it's also interwoven with, um, with the decline of the, the, the basic idea of, of the nuclear family, i.e. one person working, one person not. So you, you have some families working multiple jobs uh, between two people, struggling to find the time now, I don't know how much how much we can use that as an excuse. It's, it's difficult, I suppose. I understand it, it does create a lot of stress uh, and it does decrease time pressure. So in some circumstances, fair enough. I, I can I can at least understand this. Um, but we, we have to do something about it because um, without these very basic 
uh, features being met at the home. Too much pressure has been placed on the schools. Your children will just fall behind. It, it just won't happen. You you look at the 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 damage that can be done um, by by these basic activities not being carried out. They'll just the children will be left behind. The, the future will be much less prosperous than it might otherwise have been. It's no small no small topic. It's a very important thing, but constantly overlooked and constantly blamed on the wrong things. Mm. Um, something we're never serious about because of course as soon as you start talking about family breakdown people accuse you of being insensitive which is nothing of the sort you just you in order to to come up with some kind of remedy for all of this you have to be honest first of all about what the malady is um otherwise it's absolutely hopeless hmm. um but on, on your point then of, of of you wanting to have children and then and what you said about those others who do i've i've personally think that that's possibly the only aspect of hope that we can say in this if you're listening to this in the first case if you've if you've been interested by the reports of the impacts of lockdown on children if you're looking into the wider trends of of declining uh reading to the young uh of worsening physical health due to uh low levels of activity then you're already on the right page you're thinking about these things that's the most important most important thing to start with You've got to think about these aspects you've got to realize there are certain tasks you've got to live up to i think um and you know a lot of parents will say that they'll say you, you just uh, as long as you've got the right intentions in mind you want to do this and that that's fairly basic for the development of the child then you're on the right tracks um it's, it's those who don't think about these things in the first place possibly because it was never done to them again it's not fully it's not fully to blame on the individuals who don't do it because it's like a chain how do you break this chain it's, it's like with teachers how do we expect teachers um not to teach in a in a sort of in some senses especially at universities say in a political manner when when then the, when they themselves were taught in that manner it's the only thing they know hmm. um so it's it is a very difficult point but if you're thinking about it you're on the right track and hmm. you can you can the, the, the chain point is applicable here too. If you raise your child right uh, and, you, and you try and distance them as much as you can, difficult as it may be in a technological world from technology, if you reach them, they'll understand the benefits of this when they grow up and they'll want to do the same. They'll want to do it to their children and, and perhaps they'll spread that message to others who they know. And you very slowly create a community of people interested in these things. Um, I think that that probably is the only hope we have of of, of, of moving on from this, which is a long term long term idea, but still one that can't be given up on. Hey, I, I think we finally found the, uh, the the point of optimism in this discussion. Yeah, well, I think that's the only that's in fairness, it's the only thing I say on any on any point when when people talk about uh, the West being in trouble, Britain being in trouble. That's the message I the only message I can ever think of is that well. At the very least, we can do what we can with our own children, um, which is, is no small thing. That's a big contribution um, because they too will have children. Uh, they'll have friends who hopefully think like them, or if not, even better actually, who they make think like them uh, and, and show them the advantages of, of doing these things. So, yeah, it, it is. It's small. It's slow. Um, but so too was the, uh, the way in which all of this was destroyed. I'm not sure I agree, actually, with the idea uh it, it happens overnight fine it happened in many fewer years than than we built up to where we are but still it was sort of salami slices as many figures say and so too is going to be the build-up much slower admittedly but important nonetheless 
There we go. Is that the week in review? <laughs> I, I believe it is. Okay. Thanks for listening then. Have a good weekend. <laughs>